0: The truest and purest joy flows from a discovery of Jesus Christ. He is the hidden treasure that gives such joy to the finder. Matthew 13, verse 44. On this third Sunday of Advent, dear friends, called Sunday of Joy, or Gaudete Sunday, if you want to sound fancy, on this Sunday, the readers invite us to welcome the spirit of joy because the Messiah is near. St. Paul invites us to prepare for the coming of the Lord by assuming three attitudes. St. Paul gives us three ways in which we can wait the coming of Jesus Christ. The first, he said, constancy in joy, rejoice always. And the second is steadfast in prayer, pray without ceasing. And the third is gratitude, give thanks to the Lord always. That is the call for us this Sunday for us to rejoice, to receive Jesus Christ, we have to be constant, praying without ceasing and looking for opportunities to be grateful. I know some of you parents were looking forward to receiving your kids coming from college to celebrate these holidays with you. You were anxious. How will she look like? How will he look like? And the children as well, they were wondering, how will I survive these two weeks? (laughs) I'm losing my freedom for two weeks. (laughs) Amen. That is a life. We all have our own anticipations, our own expectations. While we are looking forward to receiving them, they are looking forward to when they will go back. But today, we are called, I would like to concentrate on one, constancy in joy. What is stealing your joy? What is stealing your joy? What is the thief of your joy? Is it your parents, your children, your friends, your family members, your job, or some habits you have cultivated over the years, and you are looking for ways to get off those habits? Today, the readings call us to rejoice because the Lord is near. And if the Lord is coming, why should we even rejoice? We rejoice because he is coming, as Isaiah 61 tells us. He is coming to bring glad tidings to the poor. Are you poor in some way? In decision making? In your studies? At your job? In your own personal relationship with God? Do you feel yourself as a poor person the lord is coming today for you he is coming to heal the broken hearted he is coming to heal the broken hearted are you one of those whose heart has been broken 99 times already by whoever by whatever the lord is coming to reassure you that You are not alone. He is coming to proclaim liberty to captives. Are you a captive of your own habits, of your own personality? Are you a captive to some habits? Heavy drinking, road raging, driving drunk, addiction, are you a captive to all of these things? The Lord is coming to reassure you that he will release you from that prison if only you open your heart this season of Christmas enjoy joy to receive him. He is coming, therefore, to announce a year of favor to all of us who have been struggling, who have been in prison, who have been in captivity. He is coming to announce a day of vindication to all of us, to set us free. And this Jesus did, told us in Luke chapter 4, when he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he is coming to liberate us today. Let us talk about some personal issues. Think about your life. Those who, have, uh, who are married. From when you got married. Why in college, you were happy, looking forward to when I would get married. I will be happier if I get married. You struggled, you find a boyfriend, and you got married. You said, oh God, I'll be happier if only I have a son. You anticipate your happiness to when you have a child, and there you go. God blessed you. You had a child. You say, Lord, this is stressful. I can't wait for this child to start going to to school, to kindergarten. I will be happier then. There it comes, kindergarten. You take the child every day and back. Lord, I can't wait for them to go to middle school. I will be happier when they are in middle school. There you go. Middle school comes. Sporting activities here and there. You are everywhere driving. Lord, I can't wait for my child to go to college. I'll be happier then. The day they have the scholarship for college, you go to your room and cry. Lord, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna be without her. I can't wait for them to come back home. And they are back home. Lord, these two weeks are going to be tough. (laughs) You anticipate your joy. You are looking for the right time to be happy. The right time to be happy is now. The right time to be happy is now whether you are married or not, whether you have a child or not, whether you have a husband or not, the right time for you to be happy is now. Do not anticipate your joy for a later day. And you can only find that joy, the real joy, in your encounter with Jesus Christ. You cannot purchase that joy you cannot buy the joy the joy you buy with money lasts only as long as that thing is still new when it is getting old you want to trade it in I'm fed up with this phone I'm fed up with this car but the joy of Christ a joy of encounter is a joy that lasts forever When you encounter Jesus, you have found the foundation of peace, the foundation of joy. Therefore, dear friends, it is my prayer and my recommendation that this Christmas we all find reasons in our families to be happy with each other, to be joyful. Do not only look at that negative aspect of your spouse or your children or your parents and complain about it. Look also at the positive areas in their lives. Appreciate them for that and be joyful about the fact that they are also struggling with their lives. Let's learn to be tolerant with each other this Christmas. Let's learn to be patient with each other this Christmas. The little kids, show some kindness to your parents. When they say it's time for you to go to sleep, it's not wait for them to say it ten times before you go. When they say stop playing your game and do your homework, do it happily. Joyfully, because it is all for our good. So I invite you, dear friends, to think about these things. Do not anticipate your joy. Do not anticipate your joy for a later date. That's my prayer for you. Amen. Amen.